Let's talk about burnout. Burnout, at its most basic, with the help of aerospace, is the termination of a rocket because of fuel exhaustion. There is not sufficient fuel to allow the engine to keep running. I find this definition helpful because both mechanical burnout and human burnout share the same problem. There's a lack of fuel. Let's talk about burnout. Are you tired? The fuel, the essential resources that energize your body and spirit have been depleted. You've tried to replenish them, but your life pattern, the excessive busyness of your days, leaves little or no time, and the work continually demands more and more from you. Your obsessive pace has left you with no room for the necessity of recovery and rest. I've experienced this firsthand. You've pushed so hard that your energy levels are low and your body is shutting down. You've pushed so hard for so long that you are beginning to notice the diminishing returns for your efforts. You are running on fumes, as they say. Are you tired? You have fought and fought, and the fight within you is weakening. Your burnout has more than likely cost you relationships and there's this weird sense of anger and bitterness always close to the surface lately. Is it a cause, a relationship, or a career that you've been chasing? Or maybe all three of these. Burnout is the physical or emotional exhaustion that follows long-term stress. You have ne neglected your body and your spirit's needs. A leader that I love and respect once wrote about the pain of burnout. He wrote these words, I fell into seven days a week pattern for 15 years straight and consequently was ground down into a state of exhaustion that took years to recover from. The honesty of this statement brings tears to my eyes. And the consequences of living pedal to the metal, as this person writes, took years to recover from. Years? Can't you just feel the anguish, the tears, the pain in this sentence? Why do we let ourselves get so depleted? What desires and ego and ambitions are churning within us that we are willing to kill ourselves and those we love to achieve? to succeed. Burnout is not just physical, it's also spiritual. The lie has been that you could separate your body from your spirit, internal and external. The truth is that body and spirit are deeply, intimately interconnected, and to damage one is to damage the other. One of my favorite bands, Arcade Fire, wrote a song called Intervention. It's this call to see yourself as a both and, to see the connection of your work and your inner life. They explore this connection in some wonderful lyrics. They sing, you say it's money that we need, as if we're only mouths to feed. Right away, they sort of trigger us to understand, to think about that we're not all, that our body needs more than just food, that there's this spiritual reality to all of our life. 
I know that no matter what you say, there are some debts we never pay. Working for the church while your family dies, you take what they give you and you keep it inside. Oh, this external and this internal, this sort of hypocrisy that's going on, that you're giving everything you have and you're hiding it all away on the external, but inside you're not giving the people closest to you what they need most, that love, that compassion. You're not feeding yourself at all. There's this dissonance between your internal and external life. And then the line ends, they sing this chorus, every spark of friendship and love will die without a home. I love this line. Every spark of friendship and love will die without a home. And this, this sort of invites us to really think about what our external work and what our internal neglect does to us. It cuts off our deepest relationships. It, it kills them, which I just think this, they say it in such a phenomenal way. One way that I have said it is that flourishing as a human is an internal-external thing. It's holistic. If the spark inside of us is to shine for others, it needs a home to grow in. If that spark within us is to shine for others, it needs a home to grow in. If you don't care for yourself, nurturing your soul and those closest to you, you can't change the world. You can't make long-term sustainable difference in the organizations, in the businesses, in your creative work. The internal, external cannot be separated. Have we learned nothing from J.K. Rowling's evil character, Voldemort, the one who shall not be named, that splitting ourselves, as he does with the Horcruxes, only leads to us to becoming unhuman? In my experience, burnout is near when in your efforts to make a life, you forget to enjoy it. Burnout is near when producing or performing has strangled the joy of living. Michael Gungor writes beautifully this same point. Burnout is what happens when you try to avoid being human for too long. Are you exhausted, burnt out, full of doubt and confusion? Are you tired? Do you feel lost, afraid? anxious. You are not alone. We've all said yes to these questions. Being burnt out, facing the end of our, human, our humanity, our fragility, our frailty is something we all have to go through, unfortunately. In the Acts of the Apostles, a book dedicated to describing the stories of early Christians, it's a phenomenal book that describes their journeys, their adventures, everything that they were doing to make a difference in this world. And just, but the, but the whole story begins just after Jesus' crucifixion. There was a lot of confusion. Nothing went according to the plan. After three years of excitement and hope and energy, the movement was supposed to take off. But Jesus' closest friends were exhausted, burnt out, tired. And in the midst of this confusing low came a promise, a promise, something that shimmers on the horizon of all of our life. And Jesus came to them and said these words, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you 
and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the earth. I wrote the poem, You Will Receive Power, for those of you who are burnt out. The key refrain in this poem is, Grace is the oxygen of change. I believe in the power of breathing. A simple breath can connect you to God and others. A simple breath can nourish your very being. A simple breath can give you the insight and the power to change. Every breath that we breathe is an acknowledgement of this divine gift of life that God gives to us. I wrote this poem because I want you to breathe. I want you to breathe in and out and deep and long. I want you to keep breathing, to breathe your way into new life. I hope this poem leads you to an experience with God who is with you, for you, ahead of you, breathing in you. I search the train station. You hide in a bathroom. I call for you in the garden. You kneel behind a fig tree. I sing for you in bars. Narrowed lips and eyes fixed. You scream. I can't breathe. I cry behind the oak tree. You are a weary traveler, denying pain and anger. Your anxiety grows stronger. Is that your body shaking? Aren't you tired of shouting? You fought the battle. You won, you lost. Be easy with yourself and breathe. Grace is the oxygen a change. I've heard your throbbing sighs. Your lungs are wheezing. I know your discontent. Your head is crestfallen. You speak. Everywhere it seems, lives are gambled, voices devalued. The cries are rising. Hopelessness and hunger, sighs and struggle. Can the earth and the people breathe again? I'm the breath that brought life. I felt your ache within my chest. I started a fire and parted the waters. Be easy with yourself and breathe. Grace is the oxygen of change. I remember your wide open eyes and the spirited conviction in your face, your quickness to action. You confide, you cry. The flame that burns inside of me is taking its last breath. Have you forgotten? You were a kite in the sky, a wind chime on Capitol Hill, 
fearless parasail on the ocean, a hurricane of resistance. Grace is the oxygen of change. My love, be easy, breathe, listen. I've climbed the mountain. I fought the fortresses of power and battled the demons of ego. I've gasped for breath. I've screamed, I've wept, until the flame that burned bright breathed its last. My grave is a trailhead, pathway of paradox, of wounds and wonder, of dirt and labor, kinship for humankind, a kindness that comforts jagged grief and splintered regrets, a kindness that insists homes, healthy food, fresh air are the inheritance of sons and daughters everywhere. Be easy, breathe, rest. Grace is the oxygen of change. Freshly baked bread and the vineyard's finest grapes placed on the table and poured in a cup. The aroma awakens, promises, of mountains and valleys, forgiveness and destiny, of salvation and mystery. A love flows through blood and bones into bodies, and neighborhoods across the world become family. The story is kinetic. At this table, become yourself and learn 